0: Good morning everybody. This is Joe Renoro and welcome back to the Rat Race Liberation Podcast. For those of you who have been listening to this podcast and previous episodes, you're all well aware of my current situation as an employee and uh, where I was before I had my whole, we'll call it new age epiphany uh, in terms of how I want to spend the rest of my life working towards getting out of the rat race and uh, and working out of the employee sector and towards the SB and I sectors in the uh, cash flow quadrant. And for those of you who are just tuning in for the first episode, I highly encourage you to go back and give the previous 40-50 episodes a listen. You get a better idea of where I'm where I'm coming from on this, but the a brief summary for where I'm at right now is that I was running a facility for for the current company that I work for and i had communications with my boss several weeks ago that i was no longer happy in that position and you know i was very honest and transparent with him about my motives and where my happiness and unhappiness was with with the current situation and what i thought could fix that and he and i went down a road that I wasn't really expecting to go down where we, we kind of came together and and figured out what would be a more mutually beneficial situation for the two of us, which would involve me moving towards a uh, a brand lead position, which basically means I I would take charge and and be able to work more independently, but I would be building up this brand. One of our, uh, one of our manufacturing, subsections of the company we've we've got a couple of brand leads for those and it's basically my job to do everything that's involved in in growing that brand and and raising recognition for it increasing gp uh, across the boards that with anything that has to do with that brand so uh, you know an unexpected twist and turn that's going to keep me in the e-sector for a longer period of time but the the reason why i i liked it so much was you know up front if i'm being honest yes it's a little bit of a safer play uh, i still have some guaranteed income coming in and i have something to fall back on should my personal endeavors uh, not pan out now that that is just me reiterating what a basic safe backup plan would sound like Uh, For everybody that's been listening in and for those of you who are tuning in for the first time, let me reiterate what I've said multiple times in the past. There is no backup option for me. Now, it's nice to build them in place because, of course, none of us can actually see what's going to happen in the future. Well, maybe none of us. I'll leave that open-ended too, but I certainly can't see what's going to happen in the future. So putting a backup plan in place that doesn't have to make me deviate from my current goals and ambitions is a win-win in and of itself so i will not fail at my entrepreneurial journey i refuse to i i've committed to this journey and there is no other option but to succeed but because of the honest and transparent conversation that i had with my boss we were able to come to mutual terms on something that better fits and suits my needs as well as something that could immensely benefit him in a whole other way that that's never really been discussed before. And, uh, so again, it really is a win-win for the two of us. And what's most important is I am not straying from my goal of moving from the E to the SB and I quadrants. Uh, what I'm going to be doing with this revenue is using it as a tool, to further increase my financial iq and my financial stability and and independence by using that to bring in more assets in the other quadrants so it, it really is a, a a win-win across the boards in in multiple ways there are a lot of things that intertwine and connect that that mesh really well together between uh, his and the company's needs my current personal and professional needs and you know as with all of my personal businesses the new role allows me to tie in teachings learning supplemental texts software uh, and ideas that i'm currently using to grow my online presence in my other businesses and i'll be able to utilize those same tools and techniques to to help run this business that i'll be taking control of as well so Uh, Once again, one more business that I'm adding to my repertoire here that isn't completely off script from everything else that I'm doing. So for anybody that's been keeping count out there, I've got a holding company, I've got an affiliate marketing company, I've got a company built around relationship and love and advice. We'll leave it at that for now. That one's a little bit vaguer uh, because I don't have all of the legal stuff in place for that just yet and then i have the ebay business that i've obviously talked quite a bit about in these previous podcasts um so that's a holding company that's three other companies that sit under that holding company and then i have this new business uh venture with the company that technically is me running another website brand company so um a lot of stuff going into all of this very excited for all of the opportunity though and the reason why I just spent four and a half five minutes going into all of this is because I had another minor epiphany if you will, or really just something that I noticed yesterday that I wanted to touch base with all of you on. Well let me let me get into it and see if it, it lands and hits home with any of you all. So uh, what I've been doing, but previously before I had the conversation with my boss, but um, about me moving into this new role. But certainly since then, uh, we have a a, a relatively new hire who was brought in to take over one of our other brands that I had previously run as brand lead for, uh, one of our smaller companies. So I transitioned out of that quite some time ago, but the last person we had in there didn't work out. uh, And so we brought in somebody else who's brand new for the industry but has some good potential. And anyway, uh, one of my main objectives prior to leaving this company in my current fashion uh, is that I need to have him fully trained up to represent the brand that he's been brought in to take over. And so every single day, uh, a large portion of my day has always been uh, training my various leads and managers across the boards for the company um, and, and the subsequent smaller companies, it, it's just part of my, my daily routine. But uh, there's been a a, a growth and a, a more focused approach on this particular brand because of how new the, the person is and because now I won't be there as a daily resource and all these other things that go into it. But we need to get him up and running much quicker than usual, uh, especially if we want to see this brand be successful coming into 2024. So... Uh, A lot of my time is being spent training this person and as with every conversation that we pretty much have when it comes to training for the brand, there's we'll start with one main broad topic and it ends up almost feeling like a tangent after a tangent after a tangent as we're discussing things, but they're really not separate offshoots of the conversation. It's just that every single thing layers upon itself. And, and meshes together. So if you, you know, to understand this one concept as a whole, uh, for example, writing purchase orders for the company, if, if there's, you know, that's the broad topic we're talking about and we're talking about purchase orders and I'm explaining how to physically write a purchase order in our system. Well, then I also need to touch on how to have good communication with our vendors and what that looks like and, and how to assess lead times with them and then it goes into another level of, well, once you understand lead times or you understand what the relationship with the vendors are, you know, do we have the ability to drop ship directly from the vendor or do we need to purchase more product at the time to stock it so that we can ship faster to customers if the vendors don't have a, a solid or reliable lead time? And then if they don't and we're stocking product, how do we decide which product to stock? So now he needs to understand the actual products that that he's dealing with and selling on a daily basis, you know, and the systems that go along with tracking that data and on and on and on. So it, it really it's it as with everything else that I talk about, it snowballs and, and there's so many different offshoots and levels to every single layer of the company that then has its own subsequent layers that make up that layer of the company and i can just see it in his eyes and and you can almost smell the smoke coming out of his head every single time we sit down for a training session and he's taking page upon page upon page of notes for every single aspect of the company and as i mentioned it it's for it's coming from someone who, who doesn't have any experience, not only in the industry, but never having run a brand before, never having controlled the full aspect of a company. And and I say that with an asterisk because the, the really nice thing about the company that I'm at right now, the, the overall parent company, is that we do have much smarter, much more experienced individuals sitting a few levels up that are Handling things like budgets right now uh, that are handling things like twenty year projected plans and and equipment ideas and that type of stuff but for the very smaller companies that we have underneath our umbrella, not only is there not a whole lot of that going on at least from a design and implementation uh, if you will for for equipment and ideas um, the 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 audits for for money and and that type of stuff go on at those top levels because uh, they have to, it's, it's legally required. So that is still going on. But the nice thing that somebody like this new brand lead coming in has to learn is they have a thousand different things to learn, but things that could affect cash flow coming in and out of the company, you know, designing new products, the way you talk to customers and develop customer service, uh, the way you approach proactive selling. There's a lot of things in there that could make or break the brand in those aspects, but the concrete serious things that a lot of entrepreneurs have to deal with when they're going through a startup, um, you know, locating land or a building or making sure that the budgets are run properly or that employees are paid properly and taxes are withheld and all of that stuff that is nicely enough off the boards for them so they can focus solely on the company itself its operations how to grow the brand so don't get me wrong there's a hundred you know a thousand different things going on that they need to learn but there are some key components that come off the boards almost as if you bought a franchise or you uh, bought an existing business and you you're not doing all of that legwork to get the brand recognition from absolute zero you're not you're not locating a place to do business all of that stuff you have something in place that you need to improve upon perfect and work through in and in, again in a thousand different avenues but uh, you you have a much better jumping off point than a lot of other uh, would be business owners who are starting off from absolute ground zero so Trying to work through all of this with him, you know, every single time we get done and and I go through the Q&A round of making sure that he's absorbed at least the majority of the information that's being given to him uh, and and making sure he doesn't have any questions or he didn't actually miss the real point in some of those overlying topics. Uh, He likes to talk a lot about it's just really overwhelming. It's really overwhelming. But he says it almost with a negative connotation and this is my overall point here i 'm sure there are a lot of you that feel that way, whether you 're trying to build a brand and a company from the ground up or if you 're in a similar similar situation to him or if you 're deciding if you 're going into a different avenue of work um, you know that feeling of it 's so overwhelming and thinking of that in a negative context and I just want to quickly say because i 'm almost at the office, my main point here is don't think of it that way if you have so many options and opportunities coming at you so quickly that it feels overwhelming you can control whether that's a positive or negative thing simply by changing your mindset there are a lot of people out there who want more opportunities for growth who want more opportunities to be able to run down different avenues to change the way that they live their lives and the the, the means with which they used to live their lives. There are millions of people out there who would kill to have just one good opportunity. So that's really what the, the point of this is. If you are so overwhelmed by all of the choices and decisions you have to make, you are blessed. So switch your mindset from a negative connotation to a positive one. Oh my God, I can't wait to explore all of the opportunities that I have in front of me today. And go through every single day like that, and you are going to be successful. Okay, uh, and more importantly, you're going to enjoy your life that much more. So that that's what I'm leaving you with here for for this weekend, uh, this upcoming weekend. I hope you guys are are ready for it, and I hope you're going to go out there and uh, and chisel off a little other, a little new piece that helps you helps you get closer to your goal of getting out of the rat race and uh, and uh, getting one step closer to financial freedom and independence. Uh, thank you guys so much for tuning in. I can't wait to hear about uh, all of your exploits and um, and all of your positive stuff going on from the weekend. So get out there, make something happen, and, uh, and, and make sure you're taking steps towards getting out of the rat race, guys. Uh, I'm here with you, and uh, I'm, I'm proud of you. Appreciate you guys for tuning in, and I'll get back with you on Monday.